The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There's a story set over, it happened a couple of months ago from a person in London. This happened to a person, a Hasidic guy. He goes to sleep, in the middle of the night, his phone, his cell phone starts ringing and ringing and ringing. He gets up, washes his hands, picks up the phone, who is it? The police, the cops. Now, who knows how to make an English accent here? You know how to make the, say police with an English accent? I don't know. Okay, but I'm sure you had the accent. The police call him, and they say, are you Mr. So-and-so? He says, yes, do you live in this block? He says, yes. Are you the guy, somebody took an Uber, and this guy, I don't know what he did, but he was able not to pay the Uber. Maybe he scanned it with a credit card, I don't know what he did. But this guy had a very expensive Uber ride, and he didn't pay, he ran out. I, I see your name, it's your address, are you the right guy? He says, no. You're talking to the wrong guy. It's not me. I was literally sleeping. Got the wrong guy. It's like, are you sure? Are you sure? Give me your ID. Give him ID and everything and everything. It was a good couple of minutes. Meanwhile, there was a commotion in the house. Some of the family members got up. This happened a couple of months ago. Okay, the cops let him go. Okay, it's not you. We made a mistake. We apologize for waking you up. What did this person do? This Hasidic Jew. What does he do? He says, everything happens for a reason. There's a reason why Hashem woke me up. You think the phone just rang for nothing. There's a reason why Hashem woke me up. I want to use my time. What did he do? He stayed up and he said Tehillim. He sat by the dining room table. It was already after Chatzot where he allowed us to say Tehillim. He sat by the dining room table and he said Tehillim, Tehillim, Tehillim until Netzachama, until early until sunrise in the morning. After Shachit, his son calls him up and he says, Abba, I deserve a Mazal Tov. What's a Mazal Tov? I had a baby girl. Mazal Tov, Baruch Hashem. But he says, Abba, you don't understand. My wife almost passed away. It was such a complicating, complicated birth. It was a nest. It was a nest. Baruch Hashem, she's alive. Everything is safe. She's healthy. But it was so hard. It was dangerous. Ay, so much so much mercy I needed. But I didn't want to wake you up. I knew you were sleeping. I didn't want to wake you up. So Allah tells him, what time did this happen? What time did your wife give birth? He tells him, Baruch, 2.30 at night. He's like, 2.30 at night? That's when I was sitting on the dining room table saying to him, you hear this? Akadosh Baruch Hu woke him up. He sat to Elim, his Tilim that he was saying at the time, literally was used for his daughter-in-law. Didn't even know about it. The power of Tehillim. You know what Tefillah is, ladies? Tefillah, every time it goes out of your mouth, there is no such thing as Tefillah Levatala. There's no such thing as Tefillah being used. Every prayer will always be used after you pray. It will always be used, whether it's on you, if not you, then your husband, Bezat Hashem, then your children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, no Tefillah, ever or ever goes to waste. It's always good to invest in tefillah. You know what it's like? It's like uh, the balloons. You know, you, you, uh, let's say you have a birthday party. So you get the balloons and you throw it in the air. You know, people do that, throw it in the air. The balloon eventually will land somewhere. Don't worry. It's going gonna, it's gonna to land somewhere. It's not just staying in the air forever. So too when it comes to tefillah. When you pray and it goes, the tefillah goes out of your mouth, it's in the air. The tefillah is in the air. It's going to land somewhere, maybe on you, Maybe any husband, maybe any children, maybe any grandchildren, but no tefillah goes to waste. It will be used on someone. A person always has to pray. That's story number one. Story number two, and this is a scary story. When I say scary, I don't mean spooky. When I say scary, it's a very demanding story to me. This story happened a couple of weeks ago in Eretz Yisrael. This couple has a child that's unfortunately not so well advanced in his class, in his learning now, it was not a wealthy couple at all. The Rebbe calls up the parents from Bet Shemesh in Israel, and he tells them, you have to take him to a therapist. It's a specialist. It's, you know, it's not Pashut. It's not easy. You're not doing him a service. We're not taking care of him. You've got to take care of your son. Tell him, what specialist? What therapist? We don't have a dollar to our name. Say, so thinking we could do this. 
What specialist? He's like, listen, you got to take care of your son. Go fundraise money. Tells him, you got to take care of him. The parents were so worried. On one hand, they want to take care of the son. On the other hand, we know these people cost a lot of money, these uh, therapists, specialists. Who has money for this stuff? Okay. What happened was, they say, this happened a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months later, the Rebbe noticed that the child, the boy in the class, suddenly became more sharp. You tell Kharif, he became more sharp. He's understanding his learning. Something happened. He calls up the parents and he says, which specialist did you, sell to? Did you send him to? Which therapy? He says, Rebbe, no therapy, no specialist. So what did you guys do? Very simple. Every single early afternoon, the husband and the wife sat at the dining room table they open up a sefer tehillim and they both daven for a half hour saying tehillim for their child. You realize this? Every single day, open up a tehillim, they sat together, dining room table, and said tehillim together, the husband and the wife. Hashem, please make sure our son becomes smarter. We cannot afford a therapist. Hashem, please help us. Please help us. And look what happened. The boy became smarter. True story. Just happened a couple of weeks ago. The power of tefillah. The power of praying to Hashem. It cannot be underestimated. You want to miss to daven to Hashem, and we have the opportunity the whole day, the whole day. Person goes around to Shatchanim, goes around to investors for money, for doctors, but Hashem, Akadosh Baruch Hu, daven to Him. Do we truly cherish prayer? Do we really utilize tefillah? A person has to really, really chaparayin, as I say in Yiddish, really grab the moments of tefillah, but truly daven to Hashem, especially for our children, Bezat Hashem, and our wives and the husbands. Always daven and daven and daven and daven. It makes a tremendous effect in Shemaim. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.